Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Thoughts on Demand. This week Mo and I cover an alternative point of view about Trump's 4th of July Day Parade and why everybody should have supported it. We then discuss how by today's standards Tetris is a sexually violent video game. We then delve into a few problems that we see with the cultures around the world and what they think happens to you in the afterlife the flaws that go with that, and then what I really hope happens to everybody when we die. The show ends a little bit abruptly when Mo runs off so he doesn't shit himself on the mic. Hey, but before we get started, let's just remember to subscribe to the show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at TOD Podcast, and most importantly, share us with a friend. Let's work together to grow the audience. The best way to do that is to share us with a friend and let them know about your great taste that you have in humor. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Not much at all. Dude, I've just been fucking watching the news today. I just oh, been yeah. watching. I do. I've been watching a ton of news, and I think it's hilarious that everyone's getting so butthurt about uh, Trump. And his tanks that he's having at the uh, celebration tomorrow, at this 4th of July thing. Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw Kier uh, say something about that, too. I, I almost wanted to comment, like, how anti-American are you as an organization that you don't even care, like, that you hate the idea of a parade, U.S. military parade on the 4th of July? Dude, you know what? Here's how I'm coming from it, all right? If I was an 8-year-old kid at a parade where they had tanks... Yes. It would be the greatest day of my life as an eight-year-old. Hell yes, dude. Tanks are the shit. Anything, any war machine for, for males that are, are into the shit, like me when I was growing up, I played with like it's airsoft amazing. guns. It's fun. We like that. Call dude, it whatever I, the fuck you want. Exactly. I don't understand I don't why it's such a deal. It's not, dude. It's I'll not. tell you, I was probably nine years old, mm-hmm. and I got to go to an air show at an Air Force base. Yeah. I still think about it. When yeah. you're eight years old or ten years old or however old I was, and you're sitting in a fighter jet, yeah, it's the coolest lucky. thing. Yeah. They they had the SR-71 Blackbird. Do you remember that plane, dude? That crazy fast-ass no, plane? No, I'll tell they, you my side of the story when you were done. So the Blackbird was, the thing is it's supposed to be like crazy fast. There was a guy on a radio talking to a military um, control tower and they're like hey man you're you're needing to fuel and he's like all right well where's my next stop and they're like you got to land like right now he's like ah, shit i overshot that i'll tell you what uh where's the next one they're like florida he's over like nebraska and he's like all right i'll see you in seven minutes so how fast does oh, he go shit. right like he's hauling ass <laughs> so this plane they had it and they were flying it at the air show and i was like oh dude i i, I was like this thing is the coolest fucking thing if you've seen a picture of it pull up a picture you're gonna be amazed like i mean it, it looks futuristic all right What's and they're like called? all right SR-71 Blackbird. SR-71. Yep. And so they're taking, they're like, all right, this plane's going to come in. It's going to do a flyby. Oh, my God. It's amazing. This plane was the fastest thing. It looks like a spaceship. It does. I it looks remember, like something off like a 70s Japanese anime, like kind of UFO fighting machine. Exactly. Stuff. And Holy if you haven't shit, seen a picture of this and you're listening, go look up the Blackbird. Yeah, Coolest badass plane, dude. fucking cool. Yeah, is it so, one pilot, two pilot operator? I think it's a stack pilot. Two pilots, one behind the other, kind of like fighter jet style. Oh, okay. So they were like, all right, this Blackbird's coming in from your right. Go ahead and look for it. And we're looking, looking, and all of a sudden you see it, and then you watched it, and it was gone instantly. It was, I looked, I saw it, I turned my head to the left, and it's gone. 
Bam, it like a ghost. Was, it was so crazy. And then they were dropping bombs and they were doing all oh, sorts of things oh out in the desert. Oh, my God, front. dude. It, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> I was blown away. I was like, I can't believe that the military just did this for me. Yeah. I like, was oh, stoked. fuck, we have a surplus of $160 million. <laughs> right. let's, let's, let's show the kids, you know, start. When the, everything was gangbusters in the 90s, that's yeah, exactly what it was. Yeah, it was just like, we have a surplus. Let's get the kids brainwashed early, you know. Military life, yeah, well, blow shit up. you know up. what? Why is it such a bad thing if a dad is it's in not. a parade and, there's, and they see tanks and he's there with his kid and he's like, look, being a soldier is not a bad thing. Look how badass that is. You get to drive that tank. You should be a proud of that guy. You should support that guy. He's out. Of course. It's not a bad it's, thing. It's a very brave thing to just give up your life and your freedom to join the military and live their rugged lifestyle and the short notice and the sleepless nights. and the, Yeah, and up. you know what? Think about that guy driving that tank for just a second. You're yeah. telling me if you're protesting this, you're wanting to rip away one of the things that he is probably in. When he looks back at his career or she looks back at her career, Whoever's driving the thing, whoever looks back at their career, they're probably going to see, hey, I was at President Trump's, I was at the president's 4th of July parade driving a like an awesome piece of military equipment. It's probably going to be the highlight of their career, one of them. Yeah. And you're going to take that away because you're offended by what? I don't know, man. See, the long know. pause is you're actually trying to use logic and trying to find something that you could possibly uh, like. Be yeah, I know by. it's very bad for show business to pause like that, but fuck, I'm really I'm thinking hard here, people. That doesn't happen often. I just I don't know. Like, you have to be anti-military to to dislike something like that. Okay, yeah. so if you're an anti-gunner, I get it. You just don't like war, war machines. I get your point of view. You don't have to be there, but why are you trying to shit on the people that appreciate the machinery? Dude, I'm not kidding. I'm so excited about the tanks. That's the only reason I'm tuning in tomorrow. I don't care about any speeches. I don't care about anything. I, I just want to yeah. look at a tank. Yeah. Like, dude, that tank is driving. And it's not like he's rolling well, what, a giant What are they going to show, the like, Abrams? Yeah, we're not North Yeah, it's, uh, Korea, I think Russia. he's got two Abrams tanks. Of shit. Oh, sick. Those things are fast as shit right? for a tank. Come <laughs> on, dude. And here's the, here's the bummer of it. You're not even going to get to see it go full speed. It's just going to cruise to by on DC? Yep, it's going to just... Whack! That's a waste of money right there. Unleash that baby. Fucking See, let that's it what go. I'm talking about. But I, Why like, don't they I, have a race? Dude, <laughs> we're fucking Abrams American, dude. Race. Like, this is what, what's more American than that? Just fucking a, dra a fucking a, a quarter mile race. What's more American than that? Just think of monster trucks. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't seen this, though, and I'm really surprised I haven't seen this argument yet, and I'm sure it will be out tomorrow. That Which uh, is... The tanks going down the street are like the Nazis parading. I, I know or in North Korea. It's already oh, said it's oh, North Korea, oh, oh, it's yeah, Russia. Yeah, 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 but yeah. when are they going to get to the, it's Nazi Germany, that looks like a Panzer tank. Oh, okay. Right? Dude, hey, yeah. speaking of World War II, all right, I, I'm, waiting for, I'm also waiting for the protesters to throw up this one because I think it'd be funny. I was telling well, you there's a show right now on Hulu called Das Boot because we've talked about Das Boot. I started Boot, watching it. It's I started great, watching it? it. Oh, Dude, man, like it. that first scene when the oh, fucking dude. when they got fucking bombarded by depth charges and they yep. were just going down and they knew it and the dude that just blows his head bit off the bullet yeah that motherfucker i was just like you know what that's probably gonna be me yeah like fuck oh, it. yeah you know like, you're fuck. i'm not you're gonna drown water yeah in a submarine. yeah like fuck we're not going up and this the movie in the actual dust boot movie i don't know if they're gonna do it in the show or no mm -hmm. like what saved them from sinking was a piece of rock hanging there so they actually got like the, the, the water pressure saved the submarine, so it stalled. Interesting. It stalled, but it's the pressure. There is no pressure. So as until you run out of oxygen, 
you're gonna stay alive because the water so if so they're waiting there it, to suffocate is what you're saying yes but their problems were fixable they just couldn't do it if the if the fucking u-boat kept sinking if it kept uh, sinking the water pressure is just gonna kill them yeah but because it, it got stuck on a rock they can work they have enough oxygen to like they as had a 60 percent so they're kind of like yes. hanging on a cliff underwater yeah almost. yeah the rock they were comfortable on the rock because almost dude. all of the submarine landed on the fucking rock so that is terrifying if you oh yeah oh, so, so they're just waiting there's like maybe a 30 40 percent chance they pull out of this right yeah. And the dude, the, the the lieutenant, the first lieutenant is just, he's like this fucking genius. And he was supposed to leave because his wife is sick and leave was denied because shit was picking up in the, in the Mediterranean. Dude, let know? me ask you. So you think, I, I always, I try to put myself in these situations. If you were in that submarine, that thing is absolutely insane. Because when they're talking, like we don't surface, and we've talked about submarines a lot on this show, but I don't give a shit because yeah, they're pretty badass. Fuck. Yeah, they but are. But if you're not surfacing for a month, all right, and yeah. you are under intense pressure to do your job really really well same thing as if you're in a plane man if you're in a plane there's yeah. very little room for error and screw up but in a plane you get an ejection seat you get an ejection seat yes. with a parachute so if you're not in a a active battle even if you are there's a chance there's you might be able to make a, a high chance yeah if your heart can take it which it can because you're when you're a jet fighter you're constantly under psychological and medical examination mm -hmm. you know so the jump will fuck you up maybe bruise you up but it's not gonna kill you if you get yeah. caught, however, and get shot, that's that's on you. you yeah. Know? So, but there's a high likelihood you could live underwater. You're screwed. You are absolutely screwed. But if you don't do your job perfectly, so oh, when yeah. you're in that submarine, if you're screwing up, like if you fuck something up, does the guy next to you be like, "Hey, dude, you really messed that up"? Oh or yeah. Every, and and is it coaching? Like, do people get upset about it? Like, are they like, "Oh, I'm now butt hurt because you told me not to do this flange just this way, and I did it wrong, and you told mm, me to fix it." So, so for, I just ordered the book of das boot the actual book with details inside the u-boat from the people that served on u-boats mm -hmm. in world war ii i'm gonna read it then i'm gonna send it to you okay unless i really like it i'm just gonna fucking send you a copy and keep okay. this one in my collection all right and about my have you ever been in a submarine underwater actually operating no 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 i no. have it's called the yellow submarine in the red sea it's not <laughs> it's not a military submarine it's just a oh no if it's the yellow submarine yeah. you know it's an acid it's stone like or a hippie submarine yeah it's a little tiny fucking shitty submarine that i forgot how deep it goes but you know they take you out on a boat and you go inside you know and they seal it and you go down for like 40 40 minutes we're underwater you know watching Damn. fish yeah it was, it was and ever since then i'm just like I've been like, yeah, that's why when I, when we went to San Fran and we saw the submarine, I had like a mini anxiety attack, like, oh shit, what is this? <laughs> we must get in it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like a little child and, you know, I don't want to say you were daddy at the time because I remember you paying, <laughs> but yeah, no, listen, so sub naval Navy and maritime is completely different than the rest of the world. There are even some conspiracy people, theories saying that we live by maritime laws. Or they say maritime laws rule everything around us, like directions, this and that. And, you know, and maritime laws are ambiguous. Just like in the fucking, um, in that court hearing for yeah, the well, new captain. Yeah, maritime laws are basically universal. They're absolutely universal because yes, everybody kind of goes by. Yeah, starboard, port, and, there, and life in a submarine. Because submarines, like, there is no life civilian submarine. Like, Dude, we don't right. do tours, right? I'm going to ask you. I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. trying to change the topic, but I'm staying on the subtopic. Okay. I don't know why, because I, I don't know if you've watched any news today, and I kind of flipped through all the different news stations. Okay, now Apparently, what? there was a Russian nuclear sub that went down this week. Did you see this? No, I did not. And That's it was, not good. It's a spy, it's a spy sub. 
but they said that they were doing research with it. They were in deep water, and apparently to be on this sub, you have to be a very high-ranking captain. So they were all captains. Oh, so the crewmen and everybody was a captain? Yes, and How they were that? captains to the level of they run their own ship captains. But to be on this specialized sub, you have to be that level of a captain, and they're all captains. So nobody lower than a captain can enter the sub. Exactly. And oh, that so fucking it's classified thing went like down. that. So, oh yeah, so God. I was like, all right, let me get this straight. If this thing went down, is that the Kremlin trying to, like, take out a bunch of people? Was it an accident? Like, what? Like, all right, dude, they were spying on us. I, I, I know they're spying on okay, us. We're cool. probably spying yeah. on other people, whatever. Like, yeah. I don't care about it's all that. It's just international... It's shit that happens. Espionage. It's not going to affect me. You know, I don't hey, give a shit. I, I don't really care. As long as you just let me go about my job and pay my taxes and do whatever I'm doing, I don't care what you do. Um, but if it just think about like how crazy that is. Like, all right, you have these ships. Like, I'd be a little paranoid getting on that thing. Like, hey, if they really wanted to get rid of some high ranking officials that know some, some, some stuff, just like put us it's on the It's usually boat a plane accident. Yeah, that's a that's a classic way yeah. to do it. It's usually a plane accident, but yeah, sometimes I've never heard a submarine. But uh, see, yeah. that would be a huge blow to any navy in the world. When half of your captains—I don't know what the how many what's how many people were on board. I think it was like ten. Okay, that's still ten experienced captain in the navy. If World War Three breaks out and you absolutely need your very best, they're fucking gone, or yeah. they're cloaked somewhere. And they said they died, that... and the submarine is rogue somewhere, just cloaked, that's just true. chilling. That or. Or the, the mission that you're sending them on is so difficult that you need your absolute best doing it. Because I guess the theory was is they were on the transatlantic underwater, underwater cables, the internet cables that c- connect everybody. And yeah. they've been going underwater and tapping into these things to Why spy on people. Wow, that's cool. And no other sub can spot him and say, get the fuck out of here? Well, I guess they've had some accidents. I don't know how true the article was. I guess they've had some accidents where they've cut into these things and basically blown subs up. Because they got the, they hit the electrical wire and it was just they yeah. cut the wrong thing. Wow, so yeah. maybe they've been trying to do it for years and they finally perfected it. Yeah. So first uh, they started sending yeah. some really just stupid people like, hey, just go with your sub. Who cares? It's gonna crush under the water. We don't care. It's it's back from the Cold War. I don't care about the sub. Right. They let all those people die and now they kind of know what's going on with these cables. They know what they look like and how to do it. And they've started sending better people to do it. Yeah. But do like all right. So we were talking about how much pressure these people are in planes and submarines, right? I had a person that I was thinking about this, this a job this week of it's got to be crazy amount of pressure and no one ever thinks about it. You want, you want to throw a guess out there? Cause no, no, go ahead. Say it. All right. I was watching the women's world cup. Yeah. No one gives credit to the referees because uh. even though there's these athletes out there, they're under pressure to make a catch, hit a ball, you know, score a goal, whatever it might be. They're under the immense pressure. But the referees might be under more pressure because they're always under pressure to make the right call. And well, they don't get to win at the end. So at the end of the game, they don't get to cheer and celebrate. All that's there for them is, hey, you fucked up a call. Oh, well, that's what happened to Argentina versus Brazil yesterday. Like, the game was bought and paid for. It was obvious. It was obvious. Like, wow. Okay. Why are we even watching this shit? This is fucking bad. But there's hey man, never I- re- no repercussions to the refs, though. Yeah, I know you're not a Simpsons fan. Right. There's an episode. I am of a Simpsons. fan. I just I don't know it like you do. Okay. I there's love an episode the during a World Cup a couple couple World Cups ago. Homer becomes a World Cup referee. Okay. And they try to bribe him to call the or to fix. The I game. remember that episode. 
Dude, and, how do you and, know that episode out of all? And Lisa, <laughs> and Lisa tries to like reason with him. Don't do it. And he like, pulls, I, I remember it. I vaguely remember it, but I remember it. So I'm stoked, man. I just got a Hulu with live TV. And oh. basically, man, do you, I don't know if you've noticed. Cable is just basically turned into streaming. It's the same shit. You're paying the exact same price as you were for cable. It's just now streaming. Yeah, it's just commercial free. But it's not even necessarily commercial free. But anyway, Hulu TV, man, the thing I loved about it is you get every season of The Simpsons streaming. It's yeah. the only place I found it. And so my wife was like, oh, my God, they have every season. She's never Do watched they? Because the last series. time I checked, like last time I checked, they only had the current season was Hulu 21 TV. or 22. You got to pay for the Hulu with live TV. Because as soon as uh, you did that, it gave me a ton more shows that are uh, streaming and a ton more movies. Because they have like um, Rick and Morty, American Dead, and Family Guy, everything, mm-hmm. all seasons. Yes. Simpsons, they didn't. It was just the, for the most current season if... You just have the basic Hulu package. Yeah. So my wife was like, oh, I've never seen all of these. So she wants to start watching The Simpsons again from episode one. I was like, I'm in. I'm totally in. Let's do it. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Yes. You know what? I think we're going to join you. Dude, you know what? All right. So every time I bring up The Simpsons, if there is somebody who is maybe three or four years younger than me, they always say the same thing. The Simpsons is really violent. The Simpsons, you know, it's, it's just really vulgar. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not South Park. No, this is well. This is also somebody coming coming from somebody who watches Family Guy. Yeah, Family Guy is way worse than The Simpsons. Oh, and by those far. first seasons, the first six seasons of The Simpsons, they always try to teach you a moral in the episode. Like Bart mm. shoplifting, he learns it's bad. You know, Homer's mom <laughs> comes from running from the law. Like it's it's a whole thing of like <sighs> cherish your parents. There's always a moral in a story, and it's hilarious mixed in, and it's good for kids and adults because there's enough jokes in there for both. And yeah. everyone says that, but I'm like, all right, if you're saying that The Simpsons is violent or vulgar, you haven't watched them. <sighs> These are really negative people that you don't need in your life. So whoever <laughs> tells you that, just get rid of them. Just get just, rid of them? Yeah, just be like, you know what? I'm, I'm fucking done. Just delete my fucking number. Fuck off. Ah, uh, dude. Yeah, dude, come on. Like, who the fuck thinks a fucking cartoon is fucking, fucking violent? It's a fucking cartoon. Come on. Dude, I used to watch violent shit, like, you know. Messenger Z, Grandizer, these were also American, you know, uh, anime. They were in big hits, but they came to North America and Europe. And they were somewhat, people, nerds know about this, like hardcore anime mm-hmm. fans, you know. And there's nothing but robots blowing each other up. You so, want to tell me The Simpsons is violent? I know, robots blowing each other up. And there's, like, do you think about old school, like Bugs Bunny and shit? There's a roadrunner that's constantly blowing somebody up. They Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry, yeah. Tom and Jerry was another Holy one. Holy fuck, what was more violent than that? They're constantly fucking whipping each other's ass. Violently. So I think basically what it comes down to is everyone now is just too big of a puss. <sighs> yeah, everything is toxic now. Even video games. <sighs> yeah. The next thing you know, someone's going to say Tetris is violent. Yeah. Or they're offended by Tetris. That long, skinny one is like a penis, and it's really just trying to... It's breaking into the other pieces, and it doesn't oh, have yeah. to Oh, yeah. I'm sure somebody at UCLA, a professor, will come across this podcast somehow and, and say, oh, these kids are onto something. We got to put some research money into this. What <laughs> if what if Tetris's long uh, brick or long... What is it? Long line, right? What do you call yeah. it? Yeah. I'll call it a brick. They look like yeah, bricks. Yeah, that skinny, long brick uh, entering like it's you know a couple line spot. Looks like sexual penetration, therefore it could be rape because we don't have uh, uh, permission or consent from 
the already laid down brick with a hole in it. <laughs> this is the dumbest shit in the world. Hey, dude, yeah. I, I had this question that I wanted to ask you. I came across this this week, so I'm okay. gonna, just going to totally change the topic. But I'm glad because, you know, I have a true resident Egyptian on this podcast. Oh. So there is a, a documentary series that I was watching on Hulu, which was pretty cool. And they're talking about, you know, all the pharaohs who are buried with their stuff, right? Mm. Now, I never thought about this because, you know, they put in, like, booby traps and curses and stuff about all these grave robbers, but all these graves were still robbed, right? Every, like, mm-hmm. all the pharaohs had all their graves robbed. And it's a bummer. That sucks. But, you know, what happens if, if their whole trip to the afterlife thing is true and accurate? Then we're all going to have to face Anubis. <laughs> uh, so here's my other thing, man. So, like, all right, they, they buried him with a, all his organs and stuff like that in the tomb and all of his jewels, right? So I picture this dude, this pharaoh, he's like, all right, I'm in the afterlife. I'm, I'm hanging out on the other side of the river in the sunset. I've got all my jewels on. I've, I'm looking fly. And then all of a sudden someone comes in and steals his necklace. Does his necklace disappear? Mm-hmm. Like from the afterlife? Yeah, like he's just hanging around. Think... He's he's at a table. He's drinking some like crazy ass wine. All of a sudden, his necklace just like fades away into ash. Around, he's like, "Oh shit, dude! Someone must have stole my necklace off my body." So, so the whole thing of Egyptians actually believing that wealth, material, like physical wealth, actually matters in the afterlife is fucking ridiculous to me. If they were spiritual, as people or historians or Egyptologists claim that they were that on that level like you know people say then they would know that these treasures on earth don't mean shit if they were truly enlightened right so why would it matter but i don't know if, well, see, if they care about material shit from this earth then they probably were false prophets then i feel bad for them too because if that is true so if their necklace disappeared all of a sudden their robe disappeared all their shit disappeared what happens when that last grave robber goes in there he's like damn they've stolen everything good and he just like hacks off the pharaoh's foot, and now he's like, "Dude, my foot's gone in the afterlife. Like, how big of a bummer oh, is that now?" Up. Like, know, that's I, what I was thinking <laughs> about because they're like, because they grow in all these all these Egyptologists are going into this crazy like deep detail. Of, this is what happened, and this is how ever they believed everything to happen. And I was like, if that's true, these guys are screwed now. Like, they've yeah. got nothing. They're just in the afterlife naked with one leg. Yeah, I'm missing an eye. You know, everybody wants a piece of a nose. You know, if you can get a piece of a nose of an actual pharaoh. Uh, if you can fuck, if you can get a piece of his casket in a glass and put it in your living room, do you, you remember that episode of Futurama where uh, Fry eats the pharaoh? No. Yeah, the, the professor is like, one. yeah, I bought this, yada yada. It's it's the uh, uh, sarcophagus of whatever he he made up. And then at the end of it, Fry is like, oh yeah, blah blah. And the professor's like, damn, I was gonna eat him because they eat pharaohs like beef jerky. Oh. <laughs> Dude, oh, Futurama is so another show. Oh my god! Yeah, Zap Brannigan. Oh my god! Who supposedly is based on me? According oh, dude, to Zap you. is totally you. Totally <laughs> you. I don't know who your kiff is yet. And if you haven't watched Futurama, dude, uh, you, you got to go and rewatch that whole series. Oh, because it's equally. I, dude, I, I'm going to take a lot of heat for this one, especially from my other Simpson buddies. Oh, I think Futurama is equally as good as The Simpsons. Yeah, Equally. I can see that. Yeah, because they're not on Family Guy and American Dad level. Let's just it's, agree. It's different kind of humor. And Rick and Morty is like a whole different cosmic nihilistic level. So yeah, Family Guy is kind of raunchy. It's like one-off jokes. Futurama was storylines and longer jokes. Story like it was a funny story. Right. It's a different kind of show. Rick and right, Morty yeah. dude is hilarious. Rick and Morty is just an adult cartoon. Yeah. Same thing with like. Have you ever watched uh, BoJack Horseman? Nah. Dude, check. Bo- if, you, if you like Rick and Morty, the first se- 
BoJack is one of those shows where I watched the first season. I'm like, why am I watching this? Like, I don't get it. I didn't understand it. Then I watched the second season because I was like, it's good, but I'm not sure why it's good. Like, I don't get it yet. The second season came out and I watched it. I was like, oh, I have to go back and rewatch the first season to understand it. Mm. And I rewatched it. I was like, oh, this show is fantastic. Really? It's like intelligently written? Yes, and it, it was. Ah, okay. it, it's it's just it was kind of above my head because I wasn't expecting it to be that. Ah, I, okay. I realized so it that caught certain, you off guard. It did because it's so ridiculous. It's a cartoon. It's a talking horse. It's basically like um, Bob Saget's uh, like alter ego from, or it's like a the horse is Bob Saget, and he had this kind of sitcom in the '90s. He was really popular, yeah, yeah, and now yeah, he's just yeah. a drunk degenerate. But this, yeah. there's so many characters in the show, and they're all animals mixed in with people. So I was like, oh, it's going to be a funny cartoon. But then I realized, oh, no, this is really just a drama that's a cartoon. It's a cartoon drama, but it's so ridiculous. So I had to realize, oh, watch this show as the characters as if they were actually live-action people. Ah, okay. And then when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is a great show. Okay. It's a dark show, though. It's fucking Um, dark. uh, No no time for that. Oh, it's hilarious. It's funny, (laughs) but it's dark. I went to the doctor, and he said I might have uh, underlying anxiety, so... Whoa! You know what that's called? Is leftist? Oh shit! Uh, hold on! Oh shit! I gotta come up with a better name. I'm just feeling like President Trump. Like ah, fuck it, reset it. You know, good Re- thing is like there's no reset car. it, dude. That's that's a liberal mindset, bro. No, it's not bullshit. Yeah, I don't like hey, it. Hey, listen, you're it. a fucking over. you're a fucking liberal too. You've always been a liberal. Shut up. You're just conservative about certain shit, but you're a fucking liberal. We're all liberals. Dude. There is no real conservative. No. You know what would that be like if you were a true conservative 100%? Your life would be fucking as, as miserable as Antifa. Oh, God, you're no different. You know? It would be. Like, you'd there be, is you'd no be constantly fuck- worried about God smiting you. Yeah. Like, if it's not fear of God, it'd be anxiety from different races and multicultural. It'd be anxiety from having bigger federal government. Like, you would fucking lead a very miserable fucking life. And most of them that are like that do lead a very miserable fucking life. There's nothing appealing about their life, Mm -hmm. you know? Usually an unattractive wife, overweight, fucking disaster, you know, conditions of living, you know? Yeah, I'm militia, you know? (laughs) Fuck it, good, good for you, bro. You know, I have an AR too. That that that's why I love the, the Second Amendment. That's why I'm like, ah, oh, cool. You're KKK, nice, and you are your gangbanger, cool. All right. Well, we're all equal in the society. So here, here's my question: armed. Is are are these people shitty people? Like, are are the extremes on either end of the political spectrum kind of shitty people? And then there's a large chunk of people in the middle that are good people who are, you know, you, me, and a lot of other people who are like, just quit being such a piece of shit all the time. Right, right. So, is that what it is? Yeah, so they're not necessarily bad people in the sense that they're just, they were raised wrong. And their mindset, you know, when they were being programmed, they just got a really shitty software, cheap software in there, right? Cheap so software. They, yeah, like they didn't get a good system in their brain. They just cheap, got like, yeah. Cheap like, software. Oh, my God. It's like the old school AOL discs that were free at Target. You just yeah, AOL dude. discs everywhere, just shitty, cheap software. Yeah. It's oh, like, my God. That's too funny that you say that because that's exactly what it is. Yeah, dude. you know, so you can't really blame him, but. You know, on the other side, you fucking despise a person like that. You want to be the complete opposite of him. Well, guess what? You end up a dumbass just like him that, you know, you're stuck in your own way. 
And and if you disagree, you're fucking wrong. So what different are you from? Man, this I don't know why person? people don't shout these people down. Like I, I'm watching all these news programs, and I'm sorry, whoever's usually on the left of it, it, when they're being interviewed, they just the person from the right will sit there quietly and politely listen, and they're talking, and they just let them talk. And then as soon as the person from the right starts to talk, the dude from the left just starts yelling, and then yells the entire segment. You're like, I kind of want to hear both sides of the story, bro, and I'm kind of having a hard time hearing this person over you. Can you just shut the hell up? Yeah. Like, even Fox, they bring these people, and I'm like. I just I just want to hear what they have to say. Can I just yeah. hear that? Mm, yeah. No. Well, you, you, if you you have to understand that what we're facing today is not progressive or liberal. All right. This is something different that we we are dealing with now. You know, progressives have progressive ideas. Liberals kind of eh, not everything they have right, but I get their intentions are mainly good. They just want to have they want to give everybody a shot. Even mm-hmm. if it means the government getting involved to help you, you know, they can. Can I tell you what I I have the scenario in my head that I, I really, I really, really hope that this is kind of what it's like. OK, when you die, I hope <laughs> how random. When yeah, you die. well, and it's going to it's going to tie into this because oh, okay. I hope that when you die. You get to watch everything that you do in your life. You have to start from the time that you become like conscious and can make decisions. So when you're like three years old and you're starting to make decisions, you get to watch everything from then to the end of your life, and you just get to watch it. And you get to see all the bad things you did, all the good things you did. You can kind of determine now if you're a good person or a bad person, right? Hmm. And I hope that the people around you get to vote and be like, yeah, you were a pretty shitty person. And then there's like the arbitrary, you know, yeah, St. Peter at the pearly gates, like, they're right, you were, hits the button, and you fly into hell. Oh, fuck. Okay, I hope that's what it's like. Ah. Then, I hope that I'm at the very end of the line, and I don't care what my outcome is. I just hope I get to watch all these people, like, out there protesting about stupid shit that means absolutely nothing, not listening. You see all the scenes of their life, like, I'm just going to start shout you down, I'm not going to listen, I don't care, and I have these, like, crazy beliefs and I get to watch every single one of them go to hell. Oh. I mean, they're going to be on both sides. It's not just left. It's not just the right. It's there's both sides. There's shitty people on both sides that have really shitty ridiculous people everywhere things. from every religion yes. and every race. And but I just hope fact. I get to watch every single one of them. St. Peter's like, bam, you're going to hell, and them shoot down that fucking hatch. <laughs> we'll bring it back to the Simpsons, just like the hatch in Mr. Burns' office. <laughs> oh yeah, the evil guy. Lives up in the mansion. Hey, the why is he evil? Just because he's a billionaire? No. He's, oh, so he's evil because he's, he's a billionaire. That. I understand where you're coming oh, from. Oh, no. Stop. <laughs> stop. Dude, you stop know what's funny? That. So you'll notice this if you go back and start watching all the Simpsons episodes. When they first started, Mr. Burns was just a millionaire. Yeah. And then sometime in the 2000s, a millionaire didn't mean anything anymore. So they're like, he is now a billionaire. A billionaire. Certified, bitch. Oh, man. Okay, so we're going to go back to this, though. So St. Peter, uh, evil people go to hell, right? Yeah. I, I was also watching something with Buddhists the other day, and they were talking about reincarnation. And I was like, all right, let me get this straight. How come everybody rein? Oh, that's what it was, is they were saying that, um, uh, what's his name? Not Sylvester Stallone, the weird one, other kung fu dude. Help Van Damme? No, not Van Damme. He's kind of Asian. Steven Seagal. Oh, okay. I was listening that uh, some Buddhist monk said that Steven Seagal is the reincarnated somebody of a great monk. And I was like, all right, let me get this straight, man. How come no bad people are ever reincarnated? How come when you go to a monastery, he's not like, 
Oh, you you are the reincarnated soul of this terrible evil person from way back. You're when. fucking Hitler, you piece of shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why why uh, like why is Hitler not reincarnated? And now stop. I'm going to stop, all right? What yeah. happens if reincarnation of these bad people they learn something, right? That's what the whole purpose of reincarnation is. Oh, Every so time they don't come life, back as something. evil. So they yeah, come back, okay. but they're like, oh, Ooh. no, I don't want to do any. So like Hitler became like a, a, a guitarist. And yeah, maybe, like a, maybe he becomes now a monk and now he's just spreading peace around the world. Okay. Because dude, they had to well, learn about Well, remember it. he initially wanted to be a painter. So maybe he's like, oh, fuck, maybe I should pick up music instead of paintbrush. And he became like in Pink Floyd. Yeah. But, you know, he can work his way back up through the species, right? Like, he becomes whatever he wants or becomes a rock star or whatever it is. Mm. Like, th- like, okay, here's an example. Maybe some drunk dude just wipes out a whole family in a car accident, right? Yeah. And so what ends up happening is his punishment, he gets wiped out by, like, a bike, and he's a cockroach. And now he's that cockroach that, like, after you step on it, its guts are hanging out for a little bit, and it's sitting there twitching, and you walk away. Yeah. And say it's out by your mailbox, and you go back in your house, and you come out a little bit later at night for a walk, and that thing is still twitching, and it's just torturous death for hours. Oh. Well, that's maybe what happens to that dude. Hitler, maybe, maybe, hmm. he's a fire ant, and he's getting burned by a kid with a magnifying glass. That's kind of hmm. a fitting punishment. And he has to go through yeah, all these different lines right. being yeah. burned to death. Or he's like one of those rats that the experience poison on in research and developments in pharmaceuticals. Oh, and like there uh, you go chemical you know warfare monsanto whatever yeah. yeah and after he lives all these lives and he's a human again he's like i understand that i was a i get it person. yes i don't even want to deal with politics i want to be a rock star but yeah so hitler being a rock star or yeah. a talk show host today on or talk shows yeah, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> so <laughs> christian slater <laughs> yeah i just i don't get it man, because in that aspect of it i think for that thought process you'd have to say i can forgive an evil person and no one's ever gonna be like yes i forgive hitler for what he did but if he lived a hundred generations as an ant that's getting burned over and over again, why did he not pay his dues? Like that's what the whole universe is about, right? In that belief, right. if that is true. Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna have to get a monk and ask him about this. I got you way should, too many questions. You should. Actually, yeah, I don't fucking. Nobody answers my fucking questions, so I stopped asking. So I do, I haven't been thinking about life or death. What I could tell you is that death is natural. So okay. the idea of fearing it is just. To me, like, I fear the fuck out of it, but I'm slowly, like, I get it now. Like, it's fucking natural. Like, being born, like, being given birth is natural. Mm -hmm. And dying is a part of it, too. So why am I so worried about it? It's going to happen, you know? The only way is, it's like, I hope it's just in a good way. Like, I don't want to be in a burnt car or fucking suffer fucking in a flying plane for 10 minutes you know i don't want any of that well shit. like you said it's it's that experience it, it, it is an experience of life but regardless of experience. how it ends like you know it's, it's still it was a fucking lifetime granted for however long it stays and the weird part is it's probably the most unifying experience because that last moment of consciousness before you die and the realization you're dying yeah is the only common thread an experience that every that we all has. share and maybe with remember. animals too with some animals yeah you know so yeah so maybe there is uh there's something behind it now what happens after it i can't tell you but if it is worst case scenario like before we were born let me tell you something you wouldn't even know it so it doesn't fucking matter so you're exactly. worrying about something that doesn't fucking matter you know like you'd be relieved from 
pain, suffering, worries, you know, stress, nothing. It's like all the shit, the chemicals your brain release are kind of like, you know, bye, fuck off. You know, have you ever talked to an old person who's like, I'm ready to die? Mm, Yeah, a few. Dude, it's bizarre. Not even old, too. Like, you know, we, we talk, one of my really good friends, you know, uh, he, he talks about it. He's like that. If you fear death, you've, you've disrespected every spiritual entity and religion and life itself. That, that was her, his words. He's like, because it's only natural, you know? And I'm thinking like, you're right. It is fucking natural. You know, I'm like, it's going to happen. You know, you just don't want it to happen because, you know, human attachments, you know, it's fucked up. Because that person was yeah. there the whole time. Not they're, they're not there, you know. They guided got, you, whatever. I got in a lot of trouble with my high school girlfriend. We were 16, and we just said I love you for the first time. So, you know, it's that crazy, like, puppy dog love. And, yeah, yeah. And just, yeah. So we were saying, she just said that. She said something along the lines because there was a, a death that was kind of close to us. And she's like, you know, what would you do if I die? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, would you cry? And I was like, no, I probably wouldn't. And yeah. she was really pissed. And I was like... Well, here's my thinking behind it. When when someone dies and I cry, I'm not crying for them. You're crying for yourself because you miss them. Yeah. And I feel it to almost be very selfish for me to be selfish yeah. at a moment where there should be thoughts about them. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I said that, and she's like, that makes absolutely no sense. I'm like, yeah. what? Does it? Yeah. Because it does to me. It makes perfect sense to me. It, it makes sense. And, and again, I'm crying because I won't see that person again. I'm crying because yeah, it's, I miss that person. You're going to miss them. You're going to miss that person. It's my selfish reasons. Yeah. But, you know, again, it's natural. And it, none of us have evaded it. And as far as history, and according to a lot of historians, Jesus did come back. I don't know. I, don't, I wasn't there, so I can't speak on behalf of Jesus. But Bro, <laughs> you know what this made me think of? What? <laughs> This made me think, and I, we won't name names, but one of my buddy passed away. And, okay. Uh, I, my brother and I were sitting in the back, and we were the pallbearers, and we were carrying the uh, casket. And, dude, my buddy's funeral, I thought it was hilarious. Everyone was bringing him just, just tons of booze and weed, and they were packing this casket full of salt, all sorts of stuff. That nice. funeral home reeked. So they and, did the Egyptians, what the Egyptians would do, but his yeah. riches were liquor and wheat. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Good riches and to a have. And a signed picture to him from Stone Cold Steve Austin, which I also thought was hilarious. Okay, that's cool. 316 yeah. is cool. Yeah, and so we were sitting there, and, and I looked at my brother. I mean, this is a time of mourning, and it's, it's a joke and everything like that. And I looked at my brother, and I was like, man, I really wish people would stop shoving shit in there. I got to carry that fucking box. In a oh, oh, you're such a fucking low life. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> and I saw it as a complete joke. <laughs> and everybody around us, because it was all of our buddies, like it was all of us, it was our group of friends with this guy, and we all just started laughing like it was just a funny moment. Well, here's the sad part, man, is is he died on his girlfriend's uh, mom's birthday. So that's a bummer to think about for the rest of eternity. Mm. And uh, I remember going to their house for the wake because it was kind of held there as an impromptu one, and uh, she was like, hey, where are my flowers? And I was like, I'm so sorry I forgot you flowers. So the funeral was like four days later. And uh, she was like, hey, you still didn't get me flowers. And I was like, you know what? I'm really sorry. And I pointed up toward the front where the casket was with all the flowers. Everybody said, I said, pick any bouquet. I got it for you. <laughs> and she was like, I can't, like her jaw dropped. <laughs> and again, <laughs> me and a few of my buddies were just laughing like that was ridiculous. And I was like, I know, but my buddy would have appreciated that. See, I'm making you guys laugh at his funeral. 
Yeah. That's what I'm doing for him. I didn't cry. I'm making everybody laugh. Oh, yeah. his Please, feel, if I die before you, do the same for me. And like, if you see anybody crying or bitching, just fucking kick him out. Like, I don't want negative energy in my fucking funeral. Yeah, it's supposed to be. It is a yeah, happy time. No, yeah, it's celebration like, yeah, it is a fucking happy time celebration of life. And guess what? In a hundred years or less, y'all gonna join me anyway. So it doesn't fucking matter. There and there is no time after death. So the concept of time, like I die, bam, you and everybody I know is there. Why are you guys dead? Oh, we died you fucking 50 years after you. Like, oh, shit. There's no time. So Things happen. I was just doing my last will, all that kind of stuff, or my living will and all that kind of stuff. What happens to me if, you know, I die? Right. And um, one of the things that I put in there, and it was a little caveat, is that out of, out of my life insurance policies, out of whatever comes back to everybody, that they as a family, you know, everybody's family, yeah. Has to go on a trip together, like a cruise or an all-inclusive resort. So they go. You didn't put me in that well, did you? Uh, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. Oh, you still motherfucker! But it's part of. It's, it's like if if you're a really close friend or family after the funeral, go on a badass vacation on me. Oh, so your lawyer is gonna call me in the fucking office. Oh, we gotta speak to you in the well. Your name is there. <clears throat> um, you're gonna have to go with uh, you know who on a vacation for a month. This is what you Josh go with, wanted. You got to go with everybody. You got to go with my brother. You got to go with my parents. You got to go with everybody. Oh shit! I'm gonna go with Jake. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a group of like 20 people. Oh, so it's your wedding without you being there. It, it's exactly it. Uh, Whoever's still around, that's right. what I'm asking for it to happen. Okay. This get him a Super Nintendo with a beach view, ocean view balcony. Ah, you're the man. <laughs> there you go. Dude. I salute you. You know what? We're gonna you'd give you playing, a salute. Yeah, you'd be playing some. You'd be playing Sonic, and you'd beat that level, and just one single tear would roll down your cheek. Ah, Thank you, Josh. Thank you. Yes. And just at that moment, you'll get a knock on the door, and housekeeping will come in with a cup of coffee and a hookah, ah. and you'll just be like, "Fuck!" He's thought of everything. He thought yeah. of everything. He's fucking. I was gonna call you something bad, but nah, hey, man. You know what? We're gonna have fun until life is the last breath and we slip from conscious to dmt trip to subconscious to god knows what happens after and that's yeah. what that's how i'm gonna defeat anxiety and stress without anything without any prescription just me in my own prison of thoughts and i'm going to break fucking free and that's what? why i i made radical financial decisions i thought i would never make but you know what that's just the change that's coming a few steps yeah. back but fuck it it, it's not a few steps back, man. If, you, if you're able to play it right and move forward, it's always going to be steps forward. I, you know what? Just like the great Shagrath, the prophet Shagrath said, <laughs> zero tolerance must be issued forth. You know, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working, and all my money's going on bills, and nothing's changing. My credit score's dropping as I'm paying. I don't miss a payment. Fucking from like almost 800 to like 540. Like, oh, is that so? Cool. Amen. You know? It's just debt. It's debt. Yeah. So anyway, so that that took a huge fucking route. That was a, that was like me being on that prescription for like a month. Like you can just breathe. Kind of like a wake up call for you. Yeah, you know. And then the second thing is travel. I have to travel. Yes, it's a you must. Do. Yeah, it's a must. So Japan and my buddy, you remember Ronaldo? Mm -hmm. My yeah, he just transferred to Frankfurt. Got a two bedroom condo and everything. You know what, man? I'll tell you this. Here you go. You want to travel? Yeah. yeah. Go talk to my buddy Andrew. So my buddy, I, I, to kind of give the, the rest of the, the audience a, a little bit of a background, known this guy forever, and he was always a little kind of had anxiety, and um, 
was very scared to go do stuff by himself. So when he turned, I think he was 25, he said, every year I'm going to go somewhere internationally by myself. Yep. yep. He has gone to Ireland. He has gone to Italy, and he has gone to Paris. He has gone to Cuba, mm-hmm. and he I forget where he's going now. Nice. And he just waits until he finds a really, really good deal online and then buys it and goes by himself. He's like, I'm just going to figure it out. Yeah. And well, I'm like, damn, that's impressive. So don't wait for anybody else, man. You know, I, I really wish I would have taken that opportunity when I was younger and just done that kind of stuff by myself. But I'll be honest, I was too big of a puss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I have a flat in Frankfurt now I can go to any time and stay. So all I need is just like $400 on flight round trip. So the whole trip is under two grand, five days in in, in mm-hmm. Europe for me, you know. We'll we'll, uh, we'll book the train tickets because I want to go to Amsterdam again. And I want to go to maybe uh, Munich for a day. So, you know, I'm not going to sleep much on that trip, mm-hmm. you know. It's just going to be, I plan my vacations well. I'm going to be lazy. I have shit to do because I just don't want to sleep. Like, I'm so psyched. I just want to do, you know, I want to go to Munich. I want to go Frankfurt. I want to go to Amsterdam, you know. And I want to spend the whole day there and sit outside in a cafe and smoke hashish and do all that fun stuff in Amsterdam, you know. So I'm excited for that. And I have that option. And option two is going to Tokyo with uh, my girlfriend. Oh, see, that's, yeah. I wouldn't want to go to Tokyo. I'd want to go through a lot of other places in Japan, but not Tokyo. I've seen a big city. I'm good. Yeah, but Tokyo is not just a big city. I just, I don't, I, I, I'd want to spend like a night there, but I'd yeah, want to see yeah. the rest of the country. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I just want to go to that uh, Harry, whatever called that video game, retro anime, like at mall, you know, that stuff, and then go to Osaka maybe. You just, we'll see. I don't know. But those are the options on the table that by 2020, they have to be done. You know, by tw- by 2020. So you got to take one big trip before the end of the uh, before the end of next year. I'm sorry. By yeah, that's that's easy. That's very easy. You can it is. So that. especially Frankfurt is the easiest because that's like you know, now now that I'm just gonna go through the court and hire a paralegal to do the paperwork. That's like, you know, eight hundred dollars. I can do like my trip money in a month on my job, like yeah. the whole thing, flight and. Uh, you know, Dude, so when people in Europe are talking about how they travel, they're like, oh, they're so traveled. They've been to all these different countries. And then I think about it. I'm like, man, you know what? All those different countries are the size of the U.S. Yeah, the, Europe is very small. And yeah. the, fa- the speed trains there make things very convenient. Exactly. So when you travel around the U.S., you get all these people who come from Europe to the U.S. And they're like, oh, well, I'm going to go to Arizona. I'm going to Florida. I'm going to New York. I'm going to right. Chicago. I'm going to... All right, so let me get this straight. You're going to all these different areas that would be all over Europe. You'd be going to the south of Italy. You'd be going to Norway. You'd be go- like, so that's I'm gonna basically send you what a you're picture. doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, it, it's the same shit like when Australians come here. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, we're flying to San Francisco tomorrow. Then we're flying to L.A. after. Then we're going to Phoenix. Then we're flying to Grand Canyon, coming back to Vegas and flying home. I'm like, oh, okay. It's kind of the same thing. That and they have to Europeans. fly because that space is so big. They can't even take a train. I mean, there's trains Because we don't have trains. Yeah. Trains like, like, you know. That, yeah. yeah. Like, maybe on the East Coast, there is trains. Like, maybe from Pennsylvania to Philadelphia. No, Pennsylvania. To D.C. and stuff like that. No. Yeah. Like, maybe from, like, uh, Philly to, what's the other big city? Pittsburgh. You know, maybe there's a train there inside Pennsylvania. 
but like from Nevada to California or from Nevada to Arizona, yes, there are yeah, trains. We've been talking about a train for that for how long? Yeah, and it's just not. I mean, it makes sense to have a train from LA to Las Vegas, not Baker. What the f- or Bakersfield? Who the fuck wants to go to Bakersfield when they go to California or Victorville or some shit? You know, <laughs> you remember Victorville? Oh my God, Victorville! It's a big city now, dude. It actually looks really nice. It looks like Vegas. When I drove through it from uh, coming back, remember it was just a mall when we, with like a couple of like houses. Now it's like, it looks like Vegas. Like it looks like the same building and same street style, wide streets and everything. It's actually not bad. Oh, a lot wow. of people, yeah, a lot of people apparently moved from LA to there. Dude, I'm sorry, I'm going to change the topic. I guess uh, Nike put an old American flag with 13 yeah, from, stars. Yeah, uh, from Revolutionary that? War. Yeah, and, they, and, and like he said, it's slavery or something. And uh, yeah, I like the shoes. They look cool. I thought they were cool too. I was like, yeah, those are pretty cool. Oh, but see, we're going to be labeled as white supremacist now. Why? Isn't Nike like a far left company? They are. They've already said they're not going to sell the shoes. So what the right. fuck? The people are mad now that fucking people that tend to like the right more or lean a little more right than left happy they like their fucking product? Isn't that you the know, idea it, of, it, of like capitalism? You make weird. a product people like? It's weird to me that that there's so many people who are willing to try to erase history. Yeah. Just because you quit talking about it doesn't make it go away but the fact that you quit talking about it makes you more susceptible to forgetting about it and when you forget about it that's how it happens again yep we can acknowledge the fact that hey slavery happened we can acknowledge the fact that it's bad that we should never do it again and that hey this statue was erected in a time where it was acceptable it should never be acceptable put a different plaque there leave the statue Make it an educational perspective and teach people not to do that. Why not do that? Why not educate? Instead, trying to strip the knowledge away. Because knowledge is bad. Knowledge allows you to make informed decisions. Yep, and people have a vested interest in you making shitty decisions. Yes, they do. Their their vested interest is being able to have control over you yep so what you're saying is a bad idea as far as a a democratic government runs because that means they can be challenged on any bad decision you know what what is lobbying lobbying is essentially fucking bribery that's all it is okay that's all it is we just made a term for it okay here's a question though and this has been bothering me because there has been a campaign on facebook against illegal fireworks right Mm -hmm. and i get it because Things catching on fire in dry areas like, you know, southern Nevada, Arizona. These are all dry areas. Even some parts of California, too. I mean, look at all these fires down there, southern California and northern California, right? Like, these are very sensitive areas to fireworks. There's a lot of dry plants there. But that's not the excuse they're using to try to crack down on fireworks. The excuse they're using is uh, soldiers return home soldiers with ptsd right and i was thinking to myself you know remember that party fourth of july party at eric's friend's house and the pool whatever and we ended up fighting and leaving Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, okay remember how much like that era around that time driving to the party remember how what vegas looked like on the freeway it looked like a fucking war zone 
Like yeah. just smoke coming out of everywhere and shit and just boom, boom, boom. It was a fucking war zone. Do you know what I remember most about that party? What? Well, the party, I don't remember anything. It was the next day when I got in your car. I was like, damn, your car smells like smoke. And it was your new car. And you're like, yeah, you smoked in it. I was like, I smoked in it? When? When you were driving home. I drove home? (laughs) And I didn't remember any of that shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, how long has PTSD existed? Forever, actually. So uh, World War I, they called it shell shock. Vietnam, they called it something else. Yeah, they started realizing it's more than just shell shock. It happens after, you know. So, okay, yeah. so so why now, after fucking the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, the Spanish-American War, the fucking World War One, the Korean War, World War Two, Vietnam, First Desert Storm, Iraq Invasion, Afghanistan invasion. That's not including all the side mission wars. I'm talking the major ones, okay? Mm-hmm. Why now is it that fireworks are bothering veterans? I know psychologically why, obviously. You know, I, I get it, you know? But why now the media is using veterans to stop... Fi- is it really about the fireworks or is it about killing the tradition of the fourth? I think it's killing the tradition. It's all about killing okay. the tradition because if you pull that away we get to insert new mm. traditions and oh, which is how about good traditions will last like you can start a new tradition football was a new tradition started in the 30s it, it wasn't here when they moved here from england when the the, the settlers right came. yeah um so that's a new tradition the super bowl now is probably a bigger holiday for most people than most holidays let's just be honest right um so we can start new traditions they just have to be good you can't force feed me some bullshit tradition hey this is the day you get something shoved up your ass no like i that's not a very good day it's not going to be a tradition i look forward to i don't like that exactly that's what you're trying to do is force a tradition where you're like i don't want to be force fed some tradition that i don't necessarily agree with that it's it's not a real priority in my life 